welcome to Cosmic CEO. I'm your host, Kinsey Madsen, and in this podcast, we're going to talk about everything from marketing to branding to mindset. I am so glad you found your way here. Now, let's get into some juicy content. Hello! What a crazy couple of weeks, for me at least. The last podcast I recorded... I was just kind of stepping into this new identity and I'm almost even cringing at myself saying that because we're always perfect. We're always whole. Our identity is always like exactly how it should be, but I was really shifting, shifting into this next level and the amount of changes I've experienced in my life since then, just energetically, honestly, um, have been crazy and it happened through routines through me implementing new things into my life that all felt fun. There wasn't a single moment of me forcing myself to do a certain thing. Um, I've talked about it a little bit on my Instagram, but I've been going on these daily walks where I've been doing meditations or listening to like a really good podcast. And honestly, there was a moment where it started because first I was just doing meditations. I was doing a future self meditation, um, like a walking a walking into your new identity meditation by Joe Dispenza, which it's so funny because I don't know if you guys have heard of Joe Dispenza or read any of his books, but I've always heard about his meditations. And the first time I did one of his meditations, I kind of felt like, um, you know, when your friends are like really into something and they tell you to do it and you're like, it feels almost culty because you're like, this is what it was. This is really weird. <laughs> and I feel like I should have had a warning before I did this thing. Um, Anyways, there's like some other, I feel like I could give religious examples of that too, where your friends have like done this thing in a religion. If you've ever been part of a devout religion and then you do it and you're like, what the crap did I just do? (laughs) And that's how I felt with the Joe Dispenza meditations because his voice, he like changes his voice in the meditations, which there must be a purpose because honestly, his meditations, I go like the deepest I've ever gone in a meditation because he he uses his voice like different tones of his voice where he'll be like sit down like he it's honestly I'm not exaggerating I had somebody message me like say something about his voice too and I was like I know like why are we all talking about his voice this is a very long tangent but I was I was doing his his walking meditation um and then there was one morning where I was getting ready to go on my walk And I was like, it doesn't sound fun to do that meditation right now. And I started doing it because I was like, this is my routine. I've been doing this. I love this. And I started doing it. And I was like, I don't want to do this right now. I couldn't even focus on it. And I was like, you know what? I really want to listen to a certain podcast episode that I've been meaning to listen to. And so I turned that on and said, and it was a great walk. And so I've been really conscious with like, as I've been integrating these new routines, I mean, there's been different stuff. I'm trying to drink less Diet Coke. Um, not for any reason other than I just feel called to drink less Diet Coke. And so initially I was like, well, what am I, how am I going to shift out of caffeine? Am I just going to have a headache? And I was like, I don't want to have a headache. And so I was like, okay, I'll start drinking coffee. Now up until this point, coffee gave me horrible shits. (laughs) Like very, I already have IBS and coffee. I just felt like amplified it. And I just let myself, I was like, you know what, since I'm doing this transition, I'm getting off diet Coke. I would rather have the shits than have headaches. So I'm going to let myself have coffee and it's been fine. It's been great for my digestive system. Actually. I feel like it's done the opposite. Not that you care what's going on with my bowel movements, but I feel like it's given me the exact opposite effect where I'm like, this is actually feeling really good for my digestive system, which could be to say that like maybe diet Coke is the culprit in all of my issues. I don't know. Anyways, just another example of like, I didn't make it have to feel like this heavy, like routine that I needed to shift and I can't drink Diet Coke because I'm like, 
honestly, for the longest time, I was like, I have no interest in quitting Diet Coke because who cares? If it's something that makes me happy, it's something that makes me happy. And I feel like it started to feel like it wasn't making me as happy anymore. And that's why I've been shifting it out. And there's just been different things like that with my routines that I'm working on shifting into this new energy. And it just feels like old. It doesn't feel like it's serving me anymore. Um, I've been really working on my like mind health, my brain health. Um, and really working on taking different supplements, but it's like, I, I, nothing is, I'm not forcing myself to do anything with these routines. I'm really allowing them to support me. And I've changed my, my story around the routines instead of it being something like, this is something I have to do or my day isn't good and I don't function as good. It's like, this is something I get to do that supports me and it feels really good and it feels really fun. So honestly, it has shifted so much in my life and the amount that I've gotten done <laughs> in the past couple weeks is insane. Um, the amount I've gotten done, even like today versus a normal day a month ago, it's jarring. Like it's, it's changed so much for me. And like I said, part of that is routines. Part of me it just was the decision that I made to stop like participating in that story, participating in the story that I couldn't get anything done, participating in a story that like I, I had a really hard time focusing and I had a really hard time, you know, whatever. And again, that's combined with I did the routines that I knew helped me focus, that I know helped me feel better, that I know helped me to get more stuff done. So it's a big combination. I can't tell you the step by step, but I say the biggest thing that it's been is just like making these routines fun and not making it something that I have to do. It's like what feels really good while also feeling uncomfortable. I can tell you that a lot of times on those walks, I'm like, I would rather sit in bed right now and watch TikTok than go on a walk. But it's allowing it to be something like, I know I'm going to have fun when I'm on this walk because I have this thing to listen to and I get to think about my future life and I get to be manifesting. And I'll tell you, I don't love to meditate. I sometimes do it when I'm like feeling called to do it. I don't really love to just sit down and do a future self meditation. Also in the same vein, I don't love to just go on a walk and listen to music. That doesn't feel fun to me at all. It feels both of them feel like a waste of my time. <laughs> <laughs> to be quite honest with you, um, I know they're not, but it feels like that in the moment. And so what happened is when I combined them both, listening to a meditation and going on a walk, it feels like the most like, just like the best use of my time ever. Same with listening to a podcast. I never just sit and listen to a podcast or sit and listen to like an IGTV. I like to be doing something while I'm listening to it. And so having that walk, it's like I'm getting that exercise. I'm, you know, doing the good that it does for my mental health while I'm also expanding my mind and nurturing my mind and, you know, thinking in a bigger way through whatever it is that I'm doing a podcast or a meditation. So it's worked really well for me. Um, Again, it wasn't a forced thing. It was like I decided to do this and everything shifted. So it's been really good. But that's not even why I wanted to record this podcast episode. That's just a really long intro. I've been listening. There was a couple things that I listened to really lately that were really good. Um, one of them was by The Moon Mother on Instagram. If you don't follow her yet, she is incredible. Every single training that she does, every single IGTV, it blows my mind. I've never done any of her paid programs. I know she's talking about, I think she's taking off all of her IGTVs and putting them into like a subscription type service, which I will 100% subscribe to because just everything that she talks about, the way she talks about money, the way she talks about just running a business, it really resonates with me and I really like everything that she teaches. So... If you haven't like 
followed her on Instagram yet, I highly recommend it if she resonates with you. She was talking in um, an Instagram TV kind of about this same thing that I'm going to riff on today, as well as I listened to a podcast. The podcast is called Fun But Heavy, um, and it has one of my favorite people on it, and I'm getting used to these other two people. I'm like learning more about them through the podcast, um, and it was a podcast all about devotion, like devotion to what you're creating, devotion to your partner, devotion to um, spirituality, like devotion to all of the things. And it really, it brought this idea to my mind that I was like, oh shit, I have to say this in a podcast and this is kind of intense and it's kind of something that I've been wanting to know how to word for a really long time, something that I haven't been able to fully explain. Um, I want to say before we start, take a deep breath in and out. Remember that what I'm telling you, if you've been existing in this way, if you've been existing with this mindset, if this applies to you or if it doesn't apply to you, whatever, you get to choose how to exist in the next second, in the next two seconds, three seconds, 10 seconds, two days, three years. Like you get to decide how you exist in that space. This might feel like a really big kick in the butt for you. The way I'm going to word it might feel triggering for you, (laughs) but I want to remind you that I truly believe to the depths of my core, every single person can run a successful business. Every single person, every dream that you have, um, the, the things you like to talk about, the things you like to do, you absolutely deserve to, and are meant to, like it's in your path that you are going to become successful at it. My hopes are with this podcast episode, I can kind of shake you awake if you're not awake or remind you, kind of like give you this deep remembrance of what you're supposed to be doing and what you're meant to be doing. Um, Probably not clarity on that thing. That's up to you to figure out. (laughs) We're not going to dive into that on this episode, but more so just like this commitment and this devotion to everything that you're doing with your business. So what I want to say, and I want to make sure that I word this right. Okay, we talk about consistency a lot. I talk about consistency a lot. People in the business coaching world talk about consistency a lot. And I can't tell you the amount of times I've seen, you know, when people do those things that it's like, tell me um, what you're tired of hearing in the business coaching world, which by the way, I hate that shit. I hate when people say stuff like that. I hate when people, I guess I'm kind of doing this in a way, but I hate when people will like bring down other coaches and be like, other coaches will tell you this. This is, it's like, bro, own your magic. Stay out of, stay out of those other coaches lane their truth might apply to other people like their truth might apply to other people I just I hate that like it feels so so yucky to me and it probably feels yucky to me because I've been triggered because I've seen certain people I know I know I know that I'm doing the same thing right now okay but I've seen other people say stuff like that and then I get triggered because I'm like well well I I have said that and it applied to this certain person anyways I'm I know that I'm doing the same thing right now, but just going to be honest with you, that to me feels yucky. Anyways, I've seen other people say, oh, the thing that bugs me the most that other coaches say is like, you have to show up and be consistent. Like, what does that even mean? Here's what I need to say to you. If I have to teach you how to be consistent, if I have to teach you how to show up consistently for your business, if I have to talk you into showing up consistently for your business, your business is not going to be successful. Consistently showing up, consistently being devoted to what you feel like your purpose is, what you're trying to create a business out of, what you're creating a business out of, what you're growing. If I have to convince you to show up and do the thing, to show up and, you know, dive deeper 
to go deeper within whatever it is that you're selling to people then you are not even devoted to begin with. Now, remember, all of this can change. You can decide with that statement that you're shifting into the type of person who is ready to be consistent. When I say consistent, don't you dare twist my words and think that I'm saying that you have to show up and post on Instagram every single day of every single minute. That you have to show up on stories every single day of every single minute. Showing up for your business and showing up for yourself is not about any of those things. That's like very, um, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? That's like textbook consistency. And that's not what we're talking about here at all. What I'm talking about is that I talk about business every single day, multiple times a day with the people I come in contact with. I learn about business and I'm literally like, if you could look into my brain, (laughs) I'm thinking about business every single second of every single day. I'm freaking obsessed. I'm obsessed with building a business. I'm obsessed with thinking about how other people's businesses could be better. I like, even with like design and branding. Okay. I would struggle to even go out to eat because I couldn't do it without dissecting their branding. (laughs) Right? Like it's, it's always what I'm thinking about. That I don't do that as much anymore because that's not what I focus on. I'm not focusing on being a designer anymore. When I was a designer, every single thing that I thought about had to do with design. When I was learning graphic design, I would come home because I started learning it in high school. I would come home from high school. I would look up tutorials on YouTube. I talk about how I was never really formally trained. I didn't go to school to be a designer. I went and then I dropped out because I hated it. Every single night, I would stay up till like 2 or 3 a.m. working on designs, doing tutorials to learn how to get better, seeing something on Pinterest and being like, I got to figure out how to do that. Now I do that in a different way. I do it with business. I'm thinking about business. I'm listening to podcasts all the time. Sometimes I try to force myself to listen to like a podcast that doesn't have to do with business or spirituality. That's like where I'm really at right now is 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 like morphing and I I hate to use even the word spirituality because I feel like there's so much grossness around it right now where people think spirituality is something other than what it is when it in reality even an atheist is spiritual because there's a spirit in their body right like I that could be a whole nother tangent but I'm in this place where I'm like really trying to figure out what like total intentionality with living my life and spirituality looks like for me combined with building my business to insane heights not like 10 million dollars a year not 100 million dollars a year like just learning the ins and outs of growing a business not only so I can grow my business but that's a lot of it I'm not gonna lie a lot of times when I'm learning about growing my business it's directly that I'm thinking about how is this gonna work for me because then in turn I get to teach you guys how to make it work for you but I'm every single second of every single day. I'm thinking about that. I am completely showing up consistently. Even if I didn't post one time on Instagram, I deleted Instagram for a week, a couple of weeks ago. Right. And it was incredible. It was a fast and it was, it was everything that I needed. But I can tell you when I deleted Instagram, I wasn't just not thinking about business anymore. I actually deleted Instagram so that I could think about business more. I deleted it because it was sidetracking me from my deep devotion to having a complete understanding in my reality, how business works for me and the things that I was working on. I was like, I need to delete this because I'm working on projects and I can't like, 
I can't be as focused as I want to be on this thing because I have this other thing that's taking my attention, right? So, hold on. I feel like I need to like... <laughs> Something happens when I get really... I mean, you guys have heard it on my podcast before. I feel like my voice gets to like this most annoying tenor. I can feel it. It like comes higher in my throat and I'm like, I don't want to be talking in this tone right now. <laughs> You know when you're like arguing with somebody and you can feel your voice like raising higher and higher and you're like, whoa, let's like bring it down, bring it down back to my power. <laughs> Maybe that's what like true devotion to your, you know, whatever your passion is looks like. But okay, hold on. I need to take a drink of my coffee. I need to like ground myself. Let me tell you about this coffee, Okay. I don't know if I'm going to be able to read what it's called. I started getting this new thing because, like, I'm into coffee now and it serves my body. Another thing that's so funny, I don't know why I think it's funny, is instead of saying, like, I'm taking care of my body, I love to say I'm taking care of my sacred vessel. It's not funny. Sacred vessel is beautiful, but I'm really not that serious of a person. <laughs> But when I say, like, I'm taking care of my sacred vessel, I feel like it helps me shift into the identity of a person who actually does take care of their sacred vessel. Anyways coffee is nurturing my sacred vessel and i love it this is what i've been getting lately a venti iced coffee chocolate shaken almond milk espresso now before you think i was like one of those cool people who like figured out this combination it's simply on the starbucks menu <laughs> like if you look when you drive up it's like one of the highlighted at least in lehigh utah it is it's one of the highlighted options and it's so good because it's like chocolatey but it's not like too sweet. I don't know. I absolutely love it. Okay. Whoo. Getting back grounded. I'm not trying to have this whole podcast <laughs> be <laughs> me and my like super high voice. Do you understand what I'm saying? And remember, just because you haven't been this way yet doesn't mean you can't. And I know with how the way I worded that first statement that that was going to trigger you. And I hope that you didn't turn it off if it did trigger you. And I hope you stayed on and listened. In the reality that you're existing where I have to talk you into being consistent, where I have to talk you into showing up for these things, your business won't be successful. I can't teach you how to do that. You have to decide to do that. And when people talk about like, oh, how did, when did my business change? When did things shift? And they say, oh, it's when I decided to let it shift. This is what I'm talking about. This is what a decision means. A decision is when you decide to be fully committed. You decide to be fully consistent, to be devoted to this thing. It might happen overnight. It might happen over a period of weeks. It might go in and out, right? I don't know if I've ever talked about this on my podcast before, but for a while I was like, I freaking hate graphic design. I never want to do it again. Like when I first started within like, it was probably the first three years. I like thought I was going to go back to school to be a writer. I hated it. And then I came back to it and that's okay. Right. But what I actually want you to think about, okay. Instead of thinking about like, what am I fully, how do I force myself to be devoted to this thing? I want you to ask yourself what you're, already devoted to what are you already thinking about all day with business with graphic design with even when I was like super into playing the piano whatever it was in my life that has been like these different phases 
when I was super into babysitting, I would like go to the library and check out books that I could make copies of so that I could bring them home to the kids that I was babysitting for. And then we could like do coloring pages, right? You're devoted to something in your life right now. And maybe that's Instagram. Maybe what you truly want to do is you love creating content and you want to be an influencer. I don't care. I don't care what it is that you choose to be devoted to. What is it that's taking your time? And maybe again, this is just a reality check that you need to be like, oh shit, like I'm wasting my time on things that I don't even want to be devoted to. And I need to like shift my life back into this space. But I'm going to tell you all of my clients who let's say they have like a fashion brand. They don't have to sit there and say, how do I show up consistently for my fashion brand? They're showing up every single day in that way. They're the type of people who look dressed to the nines every single day, right? They're the type of people that they don't have to go and research trends for fashion. They already know them because they're creating them. They know what their customers want because they're in the mind of their customers. They're obsessed with learning what their customers want. I talked a couple weeks ago, I was thinking about doing like a coaching certification program and I still might, I don't know. I actually don't think I'm going to (laughs) because I was talking with my friend about it and I was like, honestly, this feels like really off for me because I don't even like doing one-on-one coaching like at all. I don't have any one-on-one coaching clients right now. I only do courses and So why would I teach people how to do that if I don't even like that? And that's an example of how the things that I'm selling, I'm 100% committed to them when I show up and sell those things. I would never create a product for something that I don't 100% believe in my core. But another part of the reason I didn't want to create this program is what happens. And I've done it. I've done it before. I've learned from people different things. It happens to me all the time. When I'm thinking, when I learn from somebody about like human design, then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I love this so much. Am I supposed to show up and do human design teachings? Or am I supposed to show up and start doing like spirituality teachings? Am I supposed to? And you're probably like, yeah, I want to learn all the things. I get it. (laughs) Because I like to learn all the things too. But as for me right now, the main thing that I'm thinking about All day long, the main thing that I'm devoted to is this like weird place in between business and manifestation and spirituality. So that's what I bring into my courses. Because you see me as a successful coach, you think that your path of success is being a coach like me or doing courses like me or doing retreats like me. You've got to take time away from the people who inspire you. I have so many people who inspire me that I listen to. I could list off. There's like some people that I'm really obsessed with. P the Fury. I'm so obsessed with her right now. I'm, I actually was going to do a post about this, but she, her Instagram is P-E-A-T-H-E-F-E-A-R-Y, I think. Um, and she doesn't, she's just like this person who does human design readings. She does like timeline jumping sessions. I've bought everything I can from her. She has like four offerings available. And I'm literally like, if this person created a program that was $100,000, I would figure out a way to be able to do this. I would figure out a way to be able to invest. I'm so obsessed with her. I want more content from her all the time. It's such, it's just such a good reminder that like, this was what I was going to do the post about. Can you tell, I mean, like, <laughs> I only have a 
little bit of ADHD with the way I move from topics to topics and podcasts. People always talk about, they're like, it would be so hard to just talk to yourself all day on a podcast. I'm like, girl, have you ever tried being, <laughs> like, listening to one of my podcasts? It's like I'm talking to seven different people at once. I can't keep my thoughts straight. Anyways, I was just thinking about her and how much I love her and how much I love her content. And I'm like, the right people for you who want to buy what you're selling, they can never, ever, ever get enough of you. It doesn't matter if you are posting everything. They can never get enough of you. But it's also really important to me with these people for me to start noticing like, oh, I love what she does and I love what she talks about and I love what she sells and I just love everything about her. But I am not her. I am not, sometimes I would get in my head and be like, well, she's talking about these things about the matrix and breaking out of the matrix and whatever. Should I start talking about these things? No, I'm learning from her right now. I'm implementing it into my life. It's, it's the perfect place for me to learn. That doesn't mean I have to start mimicking how she's showing up. You see me, you see me having a lifestyle that's like emp empowering to you. It's expanding to you. You're like, I want to just travel and spend money on stupid shit. <laughs> and like, Have fun and have so many friends. Like, I'm not going to lie. My life is really good. If you just shifted into my life, you would probably hate it because I've created the life out of my reality that is perfect for me. And I've shifted and morphed it into something that feels so, so good to me. Your job is to do that with you. And anytime you're seeing me and like putting me on a pedestal, which is even weird to say, like to even think of somebody putting me on a pedestal, honestly, freaks me the fuck out <laughs> because I do not, I should not be long on that pedestal. But what with whoever it is, if it's me, if it's some big coach, if it's whatever, take that person off the pedestal and understand that what you're seeing in them is what's possible for you, but not in the way that you mimic what they're doing. Not in the way that me saying, I'm so devoted to coaching, I learn about it every single day, that you then force yourself to be listening to podcast episodes every single day about this thing. I've never once forced myself to listen to a podcast episode because I feel like I should. It's what I want to do. It's what I'm feeling called to do. Now, maybe there's moments that I have to shift and say, okay, I'm feeling a little like unaligned here. I need to do this or I need to do this. But it all comes up in the perfect timing. It's like how I decided to delete Instagram for a week just because I needed a break to like refocus myself. I wasn't forcing myself like, oh, I need to delete Instagram. Blah, blah, blah said that this brought her clarity. So I'm going to do it. It wouldn't bring the same results. If I told all of you to delete Instagram for a week, maybe some of you guys would like it. But then also some of you might be like, my business, my numbers tanked because I deleted it. I'm like, well, did you feel like that's what you were supposed to do? And then some of you might feel like my numbers tanked, but I got perfect clarity. And now I was able to move on and have my most successful launch ever. Stop making anything mean anything about anything. <laughs> And I know that is very, like, actually doesn't make any sense. But just because I did this certain thing doesn't mean that you doing the exact steps are going to lead to the success. What the true, like, the true thing that I'm trying to get across in this episode is figure out your thing. And you're probably, it's going to take you a second to figure out your thing. It's going to take trying new things. But it's not about trying something once and then abandoning it. Again, I've told this story too, I know so many times, and I've told it so many times in real life. The first graphic design class I took in high school, I literally hated it. 
I would dread going into class. I was so bad. And I'm not just saying that. You know when somebody's like, oh, I was like so bad at dance. And then you see them and you're like, girl, the way you like move in your hips, I couldn't move my hips like that. Even if I was like hooked up to a machine that moved them perfectly, my body would still find a way to be stiff. Like it wasn't in that sort of a way. I was literally bad at it. Um, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand what I could even do. And my teacher, honestly, I think the universe, and I should thank him more often, but I think the universe that he like listened to his intuition and he was like, just stay one more semester. Just take this class one more time. Take the advanced version. I promise you'll like it. And I loved it. I fell in love with it. And it took six months of me absolutely hating it. When I used to, or not six months, I guess it's like four months. How long is a semester? I don't know. I used to hate piano. I hated piano lessons with the deepest passion of like a burning sun. Like it, it I, my mom said she would come down because I had to practice every single day and I would just pound my head on the keyboard. I'm very dramatic <laughs> even as a kid, but she would come down and I would just be pounding my head on the keyboard because I was so frustrated. And I hated it so much and my mom made me stick with it and I ended up loving it and it's, it's turned out like that in a lot of areas of my life. And, and part of that is like, okay, am I addicted to the struggle of, struggling through things till I like them but I feel like part of that is giving myself permission to be bad at something in the beginning and staying devoted to it deciding like I really would like to be good at this thing I really would like to figure this out this is a new thing I'm shifting into like learning a lot about paid advertising right now and I feel like the Kinsey who is sitting at my keyboard banging my head against the piano I feel like that I feel the resistance in my chest I feel the fear of like being bad at something and not knowing how to do it and like everything else in my life is easy so it's like why am I introducing this hard thing but it's because I have that trust in this desire that it keeps coming up it's like learn Facebook ads do this you know like what whatever it is learn how to advertise using paid advertising it's just it's this thing that makes the most sense is the next step in my business especially when I learn paid advertising, I get to turn around and teach you guys how to do paid advertising, right? But it's like, I can feel that resistance deep inside of me, but it's not unalignment. And for the longest time, I want to tell myself, oh, it's unaligned because it's feeling hard. It's unaligned because it's not flowing. When in reality, I've had so many opportunities flow to me to learn this thing, but it's whenever I'm ready to get over that bullshit and be bad at it at first, it's scary of course it's scary to be bad at something at first. We want to be good. We have to go into a teacher humbled and say, I don't know how to do this thing. And that doesn't happen often. Once you're out of school, that type of thing doesn't happen often, right? I remember even being in school. That's what I hated about school. Pretending like I didn't know something. I'm obsessed with being the know-it-all, right? Um, so it is scary. And it is like something to look at. But I think what for me, I've realized through this and I've realized through my devotion to like different things and my commitment to show up consistently for these things that don't feel maybe like easy in the beginning is to trust that inner knowing that this is what I want to do. It is never to do with money, right? I didn't start designing and this is one of my, oh gosh, I could scream this from the top of a giant building. If you're going into something because you think you're going to make a lot of money doing it, turn the fuck around. Money is not this 
beacon that you're supposed to sit around and follow or you will be miserable your entire life. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. I love making money. I am so driven by money. But in my depths of my soul, I have always known that I will figure out a way to make money and I will figure out how to get what I want. And I've always proved that to myself by showing up and being consistent. We're talking in circles here. (laughs) But that's never been what guided me. When I got into babysitting, I wasn't like, I'm going to make so much money babysitting. I was like, I don't want a real job where I have to show up with a boss and I love kids. And I love being creative, so I'm going to do this thing. Same with teaching piano. I actually way undercharged when I taught piano because, and that was like money mindset things of my own, but my parents were like, it would be nice for you to charge like a rate that people can afford so they can teach their kids piano lessons if they can't maybe afford it. And I was like, okay, sure. And I still made a, I made more money than most kids my age because I had like 40 piano students, right? Even though I wasn't charging a ton, I was making money. It never started as that. I wasn't like, I'm going to teach piano lessons because I want to make a lot of money. I was like, I want to teach piano lessons because I freaking love to play the piano and I love guys for some reason I feel like I'm on like the verge of tears this entire episode I actually am about to start my period which can explain it but I gotta like bring my voice down to me it's just like it's a it's a confirmation of like this is everything I need to not make this a podcast episode and this needs to actually be a course (laughs) but like I taught piano lessons not because I wanted to make a lot of money, but because I loved playing the piano and I loved seeing kids learn how to play their favorite song on the piano and perform it and be proud of themselves. And that was like my greatest joy at the time. Then I started hating it. So I looked into doing graphic design, not because I was like, I'm going to make a lot of money doing graphic design. When I shifted from getting a part-time job as a graphic designer in high school from doing piano lessons, I made less money being a graphic designer in the beginning, but I was, I knew that I was so done doing piano lessons and I was so into graphic design that I didn't care. I didn't care how much money I made. When I got my dream job, dream designer job, the first job that I got in that company, I was making, I had been offered another job that was like 15 grand more a year. That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot more to make a year, right? But I turned it down because this other job, it was in the beauty industry. It felt more creative. I'd have more flexibility. And it just felt like the right thing to do. And it felt like the one that I was totally like committed to. It was never about the money for me. I started selling the branding school. So I started as a freelance graphic designer. I started selling my branding school because I noticed that people couldn't afford to invest $5,000 in a new brand when they were just starting out their business. It wasn't like, I'm going to make so much money from this thing. I've always known in the back of my mind, I would make enough money to buy whatever I want. That's been a deep belief that I've always ingrained in myself and I've worked to expand what that really means, right? Right now it's like, I get to buy whatever I want except my dream house. And that's what I'm moving into expanding. It's like, I get to buy whatever I want and I also get to build my beautiful multi-million dollar house. That's the energy I'm shifting into. So that's always been shifting in the back of my mind, but I'm not sitting here going, okay, what is the next thing that I could sell? I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I do this. Sometimes I get very into my mind about the money, about this makes the most sense. It's going to make me the most money, but that's when I can tell that I'm unaligned is when I'm not focused on what does just the next step that feels right 
And in the back of my mind, knowing everything's making me more money, everything's helping me expand this belief, right? It's never been about the money to me. And the people that I see in my life who are really successful and happy, not just really successful, and maybe in the back of your mind, you're like, well, this person's successful and they didn't do that. I don't care what that person does. I don't know about that person. This is me and my clients. When you have something you're obsessed with that you're really good at, it's easier to get really good at something when you're obsessed with it because it's all you think about. Still to this point, I do all my designs and I'm constantly looking up new ways to do things and color palettes. And I'm constantly scrolling through Pinterest all day long. Not because I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, I should scroll through Pinterest to be inspired for whatever I'm working on. I just do it because that's what I like to do. That's how you build a business you're in love with. Now, there might be times that you start to fall out of love with it. And there's so many different things that I could tell you are this reason. You're probably overworking. You're undercharging. You need to hire somebody. But the basis of it all, when you come back to this, your desire to show up consistently for your business, your desire to show up consistently for yourself, your devotion to whatever it is that you're selling That's what guarantees your success. Stop half-assing what you don't even want to be doing that you think is just going to make you successful because you saw so-and-so build a successful business this way. That's never going to work. That worked for so-and-so because it was their right path. Your right path might look completely different. And your timeline might look completely different. Right? Those are the type of things that you surrender. You focus on you today, showing up for yourself, showing up for your business, showing up for the things that you sell. Again, that doesn't have to mean posting 5 million times on Instagram. I don't care how many times you post on Instagram. It's the energy that you're showing up for your products. The energy that you're showing up for connecting to your customers more, growing your brand. That's not something I can teach you how to do. If I have to teach you to be devoted, if I have to teach you to be consistent, we're, we're in a bad place. <laughs> I've done accountability challenges certain times and like in my business and even like past times before I had a business just with other people. And I found that the people who needed some sort of accountability challenge to show up for themselves were not the people who ended up building successful businesses. I can tell you this. I probably need an accountability person to help me eat healthy. I'm not sitting here teaching you how to eat healthy. Because that doesn't come naturally to me. And again, I I shouldn't say that. That's putting a belief in my mind even deeper. I'm working on shifting into a place where it does come naturally for me. But the place that I need help showing up for myself is... And for my body, for my sacred vessel. (laughs) And I'm working on it, but that's not where I'm going to be showing you. That's not where I'm going to be teaching you. If you have a hard time showing up for yourself, making money, and you don't feel like you've completely mastered that yet, don't be teaching people a money mindset course. That's something even with me still. I'm learning on how to like save better and get better at like... um, building up my savings. I'm really good at making money. I'm really good at spending money. 
I'm not going to teach you a course on how to save. I'm not even going to teach you a full money mindset course yet because I don't feel like I'm in a place yet where I'm fully devoted to that and I'm fully in that. I want to learn how to invest. I want to learn how to get really good at taxes. I want to learn. There's more that I feel like I'm not even qualified to teach you this yet. And this isn't in a way of like, oh, I'm talking myself down. I'm, I should be more confident. No, it's just in a plain, like utter confidence that I'm really good at business and branding and marketing and my like manifestation energetics. I'll teach you that all day long, every single day, anytime I find myself stretching before I'm ready to teach, stretching before I'm fully devoted. It doesn't feel good. Okay, I hope all of that made sense. I'm sweating. I turned my car off. So I was in the Starbucks drive-thru and I had been thinking this morning. I was like, I want to record this podcast. This, This podcast episode is even a good example, okay? And this also is feeling weird. Now my ego is getting into this and it's like, are you just talking about all the things you do right? Because here's the thing I could tell you. I do a lot of things wrong. I do a lot of things half-assed. I'm not good at a lot of things. (laughs) But my point is that's not what I'm trying to sell to you. That's what I'm hiring people to help me do, right? That's what I'm hiring people to help me step into this next level. Those are not the things that I'm going to teach you. Those are not the things you should be selling to your people either. So I was in the Starbucks drive-thru. Anyways, this is... (laughs) My mind is all over the place. This is a long podcast. It's been a while since I've done one, like, over 30 minutes even, I think. So I was in the Starbucks drive-thru, and I knew I wanted to talk about this. And I was literally, like, antsy in a hurry. And I hate feeling rushed. It's my worst feeling in the entire world is feeling rushed. I'm, like, a very... I feel like easygoing person, even in Disneyland, like my favorite place of all time. I hate if somebody's like rushing me to get somewhere, wants to run to the ride or wants to hurry and get there on. It's like, whoo, I like, like to feel chill and relax in my life. But I was sitting in the Starbucks drive through and I was in such a rush because I wanted to talk about this so bad. <laughs> and honestly, it's like, this is a good example of what running your business, what you want to shift it into. I didn't show up and record this podcast because I was like, oh, I need to record a new podcast episode and I need to provide value so that people trust me to buy my next course that's coming out and blah, blah, blah. I know I need to show up and provide value, right? That's a, that's a common thing. I need my audience to trust me. And so that's why I show up and do podcast episodes and Instagram TVs and captions and whatever. But I never am showing up in a way that I'm like, oh, I should show up and talk about this thing so that people trust me. It's like, no, I know that in the back of my mind. That's just like the strategy side of things. But then I show up and record and talk about these things when I want to record and talk about these things. It's like, I can't not. I can't not do this thing. If I get an idea for some sort of graphic design okay like this is what would happen in high school I'd be going to bed and I would have this idea for something I wanted to try I literally couldn't sleep until I got up and did that thing now I'm not like some special person who well maybe a little bit OCD (laughs) I'm not trying to diagnose myself diagnose myself with all of these things but that obsession it doesn't have to be that obsessed where you can't sleep about certain things that's what it feels like for me but I truly believe everybody has something like that everybody has something where you're so obsessed with it maybe it's pop culture 
Maybe you need to start a pop culture podcast or maybe you want to start a pop culture merch shop. Maybe it's traveling. Maybe it's like whatever it is. Maybe it's beauty. Maybe it's maybe it is coaching and helping people reach their goals. But whatever it is, you have to be so devoted to it that if nobody bought your stuff for five years, you would still do it. That's what devotion looks like to me. That's what commitment and consistency looks like to me. Consistency isn't, I'm going to try showing up for a month and see how it works. If something happened and my business completely went under and I had to get a job or something, don't want to say the J word, (laughs) if I had to get like some sort of situation to help me cover my expenses, I wouldn't give up my business. I would just find more time to do it. I would stay up late at night because I'm obsessed with it. I love it. Everything that I do, it's something that excites me. Maybe I would pivot. Maybe I would pivot into something else, but it wouldn't be me pivoting because this person said this was going to work. Right? Okay. I believe in you. If you've been sitting in a place that you haven't been fully committing, ask yourself why you're not fully committing, why you're not fully showing up consistently for this thing. There could be a lot wrapped around this, right? I don't believe that there's people who just aren't available to show up consistently because guess what? You show up consistently for your job. You used to, if you used to have a job, if you've never had a job, I'm jealous, <laughs> but you, you probably show up for something in your life. You showed up for school, high school. We, we have things in our life that we had to show up consistently for, you know, how there might be fears wrapped around it. You might have a fear that what if you do show up consistently and nothing happens or you're bad at it or you get judged or it doesn't work or so-and-so says this or whatever. That's your job. That's your like mindset work this week is to look at why you're having a hard time showing up consistently. But I don't want it to become this story that now you attach to this. And on the next time I do ask me anything or we do a group coaching call or whatever, you're like, Kinsey, I'm just having such a hard time. Like I can tell I have this fear around showing up consistently because I'm not, because I'm afraid it's not going to work. What I would say to that, if you told me that, Okay, now you know your fear, so start showing up consistently. Once you have, like, once you have, um, once you have clarity around what your fear is, you can then look at it as a separate entity that is not blocking your path anymore. Because what happens is when you have a fear, when you have a certain, like, mindset thing around blocking you from showing up, blocking you from doing whatever, All that you need to have is clarity around that thing to then dissect it and take it away from your path and be like, I see you. I'm not paying any more attention to you. Versus if you sit there and you talk about that thing and you're like, how do I get rid of this fear? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, just stop thinking about it. Now you know what it is. Jump over it for fuck's sake. Jump over that fear of why you're afraid that maybe you're going to fail. Maybe you fucking will. Maybe you will fail and that will be fine. I failed. I feel like I failed from the end of each experience, the end of each of those jobs. I guess you could call them all businesses, babysitting and piano lessons. I essentially failed out of them because I I started hating them so much that I just stopped. I stopped doing them in a good way. Babysitting, not so much, but piano lessons. I remember I started just canceling all the time, right? Was that a failure? Maybe. 
You could call it a failure. I don't care. Call it a failure if you want. I was technically failing in my job because I was canceling all the time because I hated going. Graphic design, once I got to the end of like my corporate career, you could say I failed. I was so over it. I just started like, I feel like I had those like glazed over eyes where I was like, I'm not meant to be here anymore. I was dropping commitments. I was being late on everything. You could say I failed. Then when I started doing graphic design freelancing, towards the very end, 100% was failing all the time. I would tell people, oh, I can have it to you by this day and this. And I would be months behind. I 100% failed out of graphic design. I feel like my failures are not something like to be afraid of. They're, they're what leads me to the next place. So get look at your fears let them be something that you gain clarity around and then let it be something you just hop over or let it be something in the back of your mind that you're just like I know I'm afraid of this but that's okay it's not something you sit and you try to do all these meditations around and you can if you want if that sounds fun to you that does not sound fun to me I prefer to look at them and be like oh this is the fear I realize I have that okay this isn't gonna happen if it does I'll be fine let's move forward Because my commitment to my commitments, my devotion to the things I'm devoted to matter far more than my fears, than worrying what other people think, than maybe failing, right? Okay, I absolutely love you guys. I feel like this was a really good episode. I really do. If if it resonated with you, I would love if you screenshotted it and shared it on your social media or maybe shared it with a friend who you feel like needs a little kick in the butt. Or maybe you're just like, yes, this was exactly what I've been feeling and I like haven't been able to put into words. You have the capacity to fully commit yourself to something, to fully stay consistent in however many things you want to, right? This is another thing. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm consistent in my business, so I can't be consistent in my love life, or I can't be consistent for my relationships or for my kids or whatever. You get to decide how many things you be consistent to. It, consistency doesn't have to mean working 30 hours a day. I work on my business maybe two hours a day, literally. On launch weeks, maybe a little bit more, or if I'm creating a program a little bit more. But when I'm working on it, I'm all in. And it's something that I'm always excited to dive more into, to learn deeper, to explore more, to just build my knowledge on it and to build the way that I'm integrating it into my life. So you can commit to as many things as you want to, but stop committing to things that you don't want to. Stop committing to things that are draining you so you're not able to fully show up for the things that you actually want to be consistent in. Okay, I love you. I will talk to you later. Goodbye. Okay, I actually am not done yet. (laughs) I have one more thing I need to say before we roll the outro. When you, this is why I didn't, I didn't wrap it together. This sometimes happens with podcast episodes and normally I'll just be like, oh, YOLO, they'll figure it out. But This is like my favorite episode I've ever recorded, so I wanted to make sure I wrapped it up. When you are in complete devotion, when you are showing up consistently, remember, it doesn't matter how many times you post on Instagram. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you're showing up consistently to master your art, to master your services, when you're showing up consistently in those places, and when you are in that place of just like abundant creation, 
You're not, you're not in this place where you're like, okay, I did it. When is my money going to show up? When is the abundance going to show up? You're feeling the joy in the creation of the thing you've created, whether that's a program, whether that's a service, whether that's a really good photo shoot you did or a really cool, um, collection that you just launched. When you feel the joy in that, when you feel the satisfaction in that, when you feel how successful this thing that you created is and you feel like this, just the like overall completion of that. And when you keep doing that over and over again, it compounds into an insane amount of abundance. It compounds into complete overflow. The joy that you feel when you are creating, when you are, you know, just in your business doing magic, whatever your magic looks like. Maybe your magic is talking about celebrity culture and who's dating who. Maybe your magic is talking about clothes. Maybe your magic is talking about um, dieting. I don't freaking care what your magic is. Whatever lights you up and whatever you're good at and whatever you're consistently showing up for naturally, whatever feels good for you to show up in consistently when you can show up in that place without any expectation, without any, you're like so many of you and me sometimes, I'm doing this sometimes too. It's like you're, you're, the universe is a person in front of you and you're standing in front of them with a knife to their throat. Sorry to be dramatic. That's just how I am. I'm actually not sorry. And you're giving, you have a knife up to the universe's throat, which doesn't even make sense because you can't even cut the universe's throat if you wanted to, but you think you can. And you're like, I'm only doing this if I get this. Give me my money. I did my thing. Give it to me. How gross is that? How gross is that desperation? And I can almost hear you saying, well, I need money for this. I need money for this. I need money for this. No shit. We all need money to survive. Welcome to capitalism. So figure out how to pay your basic expenses, whatever that looks like. For the longest time, this was me doing design projects. Even when I was kind of transitioned out of design, I was like, well, I still need to make sure I can pay my expenses so that I can exist in this state of pure devotion to the things that I'm creating in my business and I don't have to create out of lack and I don't have to create out of scarcity. Figure out how to pay your payments. You're not a baby. (laughs) Figure out how to cover your expenses. Get honest with yourself and say, this is how much rent is. This is how much this is. This is this. I have to pay this on the credit card, whatever. Figure that shit out and figure out how you're going to be able to pay for that so that you can exist in this state of just pure devotion to your craft and whatever it is that you're creating. When you do that, you can have whatever you want. That feeling that you feel, that love that you feel when you're in that flow of creation, that is the most magnetic, the single most magnetic frequency you can exist at. And so the longer you can exist in that frequency without any expectation, as you're getting clear on what you need to reach that next level, I can tell you and I can feel it so true right now. That's why I know it's so close. When I am in my dream house, the type of things I'm going to create are going to be insane. The type of products I'm going to create are going to be insane. I'm channeling that energy into the products I'm creating right now. I'm not waiting until I get to the house. I don't know why I'm talking so much about my house right now. It's because I was like looking at, I was looking at different like plans and stuff last night, but I 
am channeling that same energy into what I'm creating right now. But at the same level, the universe knows that when I reach that next level of manifesting this next thing, whatever that is, if that's a house, if that's a man, if that's a bigger team, if that's a family, whatever it is for you. The universe knows that you're going to tap into a new level of creation at that. You can channel that energy right now, but the universe is also going to reward you. And I even hate to use a word like reward because I feel like that's when we get into like, oh, being good versus being bad and whatever. None of that stuff matters. All that matters is when you're in this magnetic flow state with this devotion to your craft, whatever your craft is. I feel like I've said that enough times to like, I've like freaking projectile vomited. You get it. You listen to my podcast. You know that it doesn't matter if you're a designer or a a boutique owner or a coach or a publicist, like whatever that thing is, when you're truly devoted to that with no expectation and you're not holding a knife up to the universe's neck while the universe, this is the funny thing about that metaphor. You're sitting there thinking you're like forcing the universe to pay, to pay you because you've been showing up and you've been doing what you're supposed to. And in reality, the universe is all around you and also inside of you. So first of all, you're holding a knife to your own damn throat, actually, And then you couldn't cut it if you tried. You have no, you have no, you can't, what's the word that I'm looking for? You can't force the universe into doing anything. It's literally impossible. It is this fluid, flowing, um, magical, glittery energy. You can't force it into doing anything. But what you can do is by getting into this state of magnetic flow, getting into this state of devotion and commitment and consistency without having to force your own consistency, that's when you attract the universe. You amplify the universe that is inside of you. You amplify it to where you're able to magnetize anything you want in your life. You're able to magnetize everything you're wanting to manifest, but it's not from a state of scarcity because you already know you have everything you need. You have that devotion to your craft. You have the happiness that comes from finishing a project, whatever that project looks like. However many different projects that means you finish in a month. Maybe it's 20. Maybe you like having a lot of shit going on, or maybe it's one every three years. That joy that you feel, you know that that is enough and you know that that is enough for you. (laughs) Even if you didn't receive the money, this is the place that once you arrive at, you will be able to create whatever you want. Okay, I'm really going away now (laughs) for real. Had to end you with a weird metaphor of you (laughs) threatening to freaking slit the universe's neck. I guess that's that's just what needed to come through. Okay, I love you. Goodbye.